Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Ditch Decade Diets podcast. I am so freaking excited to bring on my client, Christy, who I worked with inside of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. She is going to share her experience working with me, and I'm so incredibly grateful. I think it is you know, so amazing having clients that I've worked with come on to share their experience to really give you guys hope. Um, But I also love doing it to really just celebrate my clients. Like they have come so far and, you know, Christy is somebody who came to me and right off the bat, I knew that she was going to be somebody that was going to have amazing success because she is somebody who puts in the work she is somebody who puts in the time, the the energy, the effort, and, you know, she came to me ready and she was willing to put in the work. She was ready for a better relationship with food. And I freaking love clients like Christy because, you know, I really want to work with clients who are ready, who you know, aren't afraid to put in the work, like they are ready to stop their binge eating. And Christy was definitely one of those clients. And it's just been amazing to work with her. And, you know, I love that she shares her experience. And she's actually somebody that for most of her life, she spent losing weight, she lost 100 pounds at one point. And you can just imagine, you know, after losing all of that weight, it's like, there's so much fear of, you know, putting the weight back on. And, she came to me struggling to listen to her body, you know, stop when she was full. And she had this need to secretly eat in her car or when nobody was home. And I know so many of you guys can resonate with that. It's so, so, so common. And before she messaged me, like she was just feeling out of control. Her her urges were so strong and she tried willpower. She tried just thinking her way out of a binge and she knew that there must be a more sustainable approach. And that's why, you know, she came to me, she joined the Ditch Decade Diets Academy and I'm so excited for you to see her, to hear her progress. She shares that she no longer thinks about food all day. She's more intuitive with her food choices. And of course she said to me, like, I don't even binge anymore. So this is all exciting. So you're going to hear um, from her and I'm super excited. And if you resonate with anything that I share in this episode and maybe it's your time, maybe you are somebody who's like, Lorna, I'm ready. Like I am so ready to work on my relationship with food. And I know support and accountability might be the missing link because even if I know all the things of what to do, like I have a hard time implementing or I am like, maybe using these unsustainable methods. And, you know, I'm having some days where I'm 
good with food and then some days I'm spiraling out of control. So if you want to learn a sustainable method to stop your binge eating for good, then I would definitely check out my four-month group coaching program, the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. This is personalized coaching in a small group to help you stop binge eating. So I'll leave the link down below in the show notes. But without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and bring on Christy and let's go ahead and dive on in. Hello. Oh, you're muted. Good morning. How are you? I'm great, thanks. How are you? I'm good. It is so good to see your face again. (laughs) I miss you. Thank you. I miss you too. (laughs) I I was so happy when I saw it your message it, it it literally like makes me so happy when I just like get a message from somebody and I'm like oh we haven't worked together in you know a few months I'm like I'd love to hear like an update how things are going so I love that you sent that message over thank you thank yeah. you of course so why don't you like let's go ahead and and just kind of like start back to the very first time that you even, you know, reached out just so people can kind of have like a picture of um, kind of like your experience working with me, like where you started, kind of how things are going right now. So um, before we dive into that, why don't you just share like who you are, what you do, if you want to share anything about that, and then we'll we'll dive into kind of where you were before. Sure. Um, My name is Christy, and I am an emotion code practitioner. Um, I'm no longer a health coach. Um, when I first started working with you, I was a health coach and I learned very quickly that the things that I've tried most of my life to maintain my weight, um, were actually working against me. And, um, so I had a career change, um, shortly after working with you and I'm very happy to be doing emotion code. I love it. And that was like a huge step for you because you were a health Mm -hmm. coach for, for so long, right? And it's like, this is what I did to try to get healthy and, and you know, all these things. And it's like, it, it could be scary to create like, you know, a career change like that. But I'm so, so proud of you that you took that leap. That's huge. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So let's go back to before you joined the program, like what, what were you experiencing in terms of your relationship with food, like the binges, like walk like paint a picture of how things were before joining the program yeah so i thought i mean since i reached out to you last week i thought a lot about where the binging started for me and i i mean um according to society diets are what you do to lose weight so when i was in eighth grade i was um going to the diet center you know and already shutting off those cues that my body was trying to tell me And I remember, so in South Dakota, you can drive when you're 14. And I remember driving to the gas station being like, I can buy whatever I want. Nobody's going to stop me. And I bought a king size candy bar and I snuck it down to my room. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Like, I was so thrilled to have that freedom. And um, so I have gained and lost weight, like large amounts. Like um, last time I lost weight, I lost over 100 pounds. The time before that, it was 50 pounds. And um I would catch myself like I would hit that lowest point and then I would find myself, not find myself, but I would be in my car eating a four pack of cinnamon rolls. Like it's just one time nobody's going to know. So this last time 
I am home all alone during the day. My boys go to school. My husband works. And I would wait till they left and I'd go hit all these places around town and buy all this food. And I'd either have to eat it before they came home or I would hide it. And then I would obsess about it the whole rest of the time. And it was getting out of control. So I saw, I was watching you on TikTok for a while and I'm like, this is what it is. My husband was like, nope, you just need more willpower. You just need to. And I'm like, no, she is onto something. Like what she is saying is so foreign from what we've been taught, but it makes so much sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's so, it's like, sometimes it can be so frustrating. It's like, we know that the things we're doing with food aren't normal, but it's like, Mm -hmm. we're, we're told like, this is just what we have to do. Like we can't honor our cravings. Like we have to restrict ourselves. Like we have to go on these diets. So then we feel like we're the problem. And then when people are telling us like, you just got to try harder or, you know, have willpower. It's like, is that the solution? Like then I'm really broken because I feel like right. I have willpower. Right. And yeah. I think you even shared like with your, your partner, something like a video of mine or something like, didn't you say something like that? I think so. I talked with him quite a bit about it, you know, and yeah. he was like, uh, that doesn't sound right. Like, yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting. Right. It's like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's so hard for partners to understand, like even my husband for like the longest time, he still doesn't understand, like, you know, and it's like, I've been binge for three years and it's like, so it's a whole other conversation. But when you messaged me, I, I felt you were ready. Like, I, I just know the people that come to me and they're like, I'm ready. Like, let's go. What, what do you believe was like the pivotal moment that you were just so ready to get started and like work with me. Um, I, the binges were getting out of control. Um, I'm not somebody that can eat a lot in one sitting. Like I can't eat a whole pizza in one sitting, but um, I had eaten a half gallon of ice cream all by myself in a day. And that was the worst it had ever gotten. And I'm like, I can't keep going this way. Like I cannot Like nothing that I was doing was changing anything day to day. And I felt so stuck and I felt so helpless that I'm like, if nothing changes, nothing changes. I have to reach out and get some help. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you share like what you've tried? Like what, like before (laughs) obviously joining, like what did you try on your own? What kind of tools or strategies did you try before, um, before working with me? Um, lots of, I call it diets. I never really restricted food. I wasn't like, well, I binged last night, so I'm not going to eat today. I always needed to eat, but I would always start out where it's a brand new day. You know, I'm going to have a balanced meal. I'm going to add vegetables to every meal. I'm going to just have water. I'm not going to have caffeine because I don't want that messing with my blood sugar. Um, I tried intermittent fasting for just a short period of time and I actually liked it. Like I don't, I'm not a, I don't enjoy eating first thing in the morning. Um, I tried uh, just talking myself through it. I'm going to be stronger today. I'm not going to keep doing this. I would beat myself up. Um, And, but I just, I had no idea. Like I would feel that urge coming on and sometimes it would be after a day or two. Sometimes it would be after two weeks and I, I, it would always be an oh shit because I knew once that started, eventually, whether it was an hour or a day or two days, I needed to give into that because it was so 
loud in my head. Like that was the only thing on my mind. And I would tell my husband, I'm like, I'm obsessing about food. And he's like, well, don't do it. Okay. And um, so I felt very helpless against that, that loudness. I had no idea how to quiet that in my head. I thought I was just stuck with that. Yeah. And, and this is extremely common, right? Like I'm just going to promise myself that I'm never going to do this again, or I'm going to start fresh. Like, you know, Monday comes or like the the start of the day, like today is going to be like a good day. And like that only lasts for so long. Like you said, it's like we could, you know, maybe not binge for like an hour or a day or two, but the urge is still there. And this is why, like, obviously, you know, but for everyone listening, like, this is why, like, distracting yourself or just staying busy, like, none of those things are actually going to get rid of those urges. You might get lucky and not binge today or tomorrow, but until you actually get rid of those urges, like, the binges are still going to happen. So for you, Christy, like, what was different from my process? Obviously, like, learning to rewire the brain, like get rid of, get, getting rid of those binge urges. Like what was that different than, you know, what you've tried in the past? I'm not sure exactly what flipped the switch, but I remember one day and I shared it with you. I'm like, I'm not thinking about food today. Like I'm thinking about my day. I'm thinking about, but I, and I think it took me a couple of days to realize that those constant food thoughts weren't there. Like, they just weren't there. And I think knowing, cause it was around Christmas time, I think that I had joined and we had um, on Christmas day, we always do just kind of like uh, just ran like meatballs and little smokies and veggie tray and dips and just kind of, it's not a meal meal. And so I took a plate, like we have, we use just small plates and my husband and I were playing cards and I had this small plate of food. And normally I would hurry up and eat it so I could get another food plate, plate of food before the boys ate all of the good stuff or whatever. And I recognized that I was not in a hurry to eat that food because I knew that there was more of it. The boys aren't going to eat all of that in one setting. And I didn't have to gobble it all up so I could get five plates of it before anybody else you know, and it was just this peace of mind that it's not going anywhere. There's plenty of food. And it was a huge moment to be like, to actually focus on our game that we were playing instead of like, how quick can I eat that without looking like a pig and be, get more with still without looking like I'm, you know, overeating. Yeah. Yeah. That scarcity piece is so huge, right? Like, whether it's leftovers, like there's only three slices of pizza in the fridge, like I better eat it before, you know, somebody else gets it. Or I I hope nobody's looking at how much I'm eating. Like there's so much like scarcity and like, you know, being like, like this, I I say it's like a secret agent, you know what I mean? It's like, nobody's watching, you know? And it's, it, that's what creates so much anxiety. That's what creates this like feeling of just being on high alert all the time. And like you said, like, it's so hard to be present with the game or talking to a loved one when you're like, oh, I really want to go get another one. Like, is anyone looking like it just, there's so much like Mm -hmm. mental energy that's being like leaked out of our brain when we're thinking about these, you know, food and calories and binging all the time. So I love that Mm -hmm. you were able to just like have that moment. And I remember like, you were like, I'm thinking about food a lot. I'm like, everyone has their light bulb moment. Sometimes it takes, you know, it takes a few weeks, sometimes it takes a few months, but everyone has their light bulb moment. And that's, that's, it's just so exciting. I love it. Um, Thank you. 
So why don't you share your experience, like getting support from me, like somebody who's gone through binge eating, but also like hearing a few of the other people, you know, experiencing things that you went through. Like, what was your experience being part of a group? I know obviously you do a lot of like group stuff too. So like share your experience in terms of, of that. Yeah. Um, at first I wasn't excited about working with the group. I'm like, I just want to work with you. I don't want to work. And then I met the ladies. I'm like, well, they're awesome. Everybody was very, um, transparent. Um, most people were very vulnerable and if they weren't initially, they softened very quickly. You know, they're like, this is a very safe place, but to hear people telling your story when you thought you were all alone or you were some monster, you know, it's like, cause I was just like, I felt so disgusted with myself and, you know, seeing women of all different shapes and sizes struggling with the same thing, um, in different, very, you know, in different ways, but it's like, I'm not alone. And being a health coach, I recognize that binging in some of my clients and I just, so, I mean, I would tell them, I'm like, this is not what I typically would have told you, but what, from what I've learned, you have to listen to your body. You know, if you're craving a peanut butter with banana, you have to eat that, you know? And so it was just, you learn so much more by being around people that have similar experiences and thought patterns and to see, you know, from the outside, it's like, oh, but you shouldn't feel that way. I remember, um, I remember with Jen and our group, I'm like, don't feel that way. It's okay. You know, you just want to help them. But yet turning that onto myself, it was just very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. It's so easy to be like, you don't feel guilt. Like tomorrow's a brand new day. And then it, as soon as like you feel the guilt or whatever, it's like, Oh, like I can't shake this. And it's like, sometimes the best advice is always the ones that we give other people. Like, it's just the way that it happens, you know? Yeah. Um, but I love that, you know, being part of a, a group and, you know, I'm, I'm so glad that you felt seen and you felt safe to be vulnerable because you were also one of those people that like, fully showed up for yourself. And I just want to like acknowledge you for that. And I know I've told you that before, but again, from the very beginning, you messaged me, you're like, I'm ready to do this. Like you showed up, you did the integration worksheets. Like you asked your questions, like you fully showed up for yourself. And I think that's really inspiring for everyone listening. So what do you feel helped you? Like, do you feel like that's just kind of like who you are? Like you just you know, if I'm going to do this, like I'm going to go all in or like what really helped you take this process seriously? Um, that's not typically who I am. I typically start something and I don't finish it. Um, so much of what you said had, I had so many breakthroughs with you and I know initially I wanted to be perfect, which I think a lot of people that binge, they have that perfect. And I, I wanted to do the breath work and I wanted to do the future pacing and I wanted to do like all the things. And finally I got to the point where I'm like, just focus on one thing at a time. And that's what I did. And I got a little bit, I got a little ways away from it, but I just have started listening to your podcast again. And I get, you give so many nuggets where I'm like, I'm going to work on that today. That's something I need to file away. And um, so it's not, being in the diet industry, I'm used to a quick fix. You know, I've got a wedding in three months. I want to lose 60 pounds. All right, let's go do it. Um, and so to have to, you know, I, I've heard you say it can be a couple of weeks. It can be a couple of months. And so to just integrate everything takes, it truly takes time. 
It really, really does. And I think that patience with the process, but yet seeing how quickly things work when you implement them, um, that it was like a reward. It was like an instant, it was a reward to be like, okay, I'm doing this today and I already can tell a difference. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's finding that balance of like, short-term gratification, but also like being patient and like trusting the process because yeah, it's like, as soon as you use the tools, like for example, what I teach, like when you feel the urge to binge and that will help you to not give in, it's like, Ooh, like that's exciting. But it's like, there's also a piece where it's like, yeah, but repetition, rewiring the brain is going to take time. So this tool is not going to work. If I just use it once, it's like, okay, I felt good, but I have to keep using it. Like I have to keep utilizing the tools, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So talk to me a little bit about, obviously you talked about like thinking about food less, like what are some other wins that you wanted to share? Like whether you were in the program or even like what you're able to do now, like in terms of, you know, your relationship with food, like the binges, like what are some wins that you feel you want to share? Yeah. The biggest win by far is my body speaks to me. Um, I've always been very in tune with how my body feels, but um, I, I didn't know what it felt like to be hungry because I would always, if I started to feel hungry, I better eat. Um, I thought I had to eat because it was noon or because it was five 30 and I thought I had to eat with the rest of my family eight. And so to just hearing my body say, I don't want a burger. Like my, my husband made burgers last night. I'm like, I don't want to eat a burger. So I didn't, I had soup instead. And we, we still all eat together because I try to eat so that we can all, you know, I try to eat at times so that I'll be hungry at family meal times. Um, I never thought that I could hear my body say, I don't want a burger. I don't want fries. I don't want sugar. It's too heavy. Um, and somebody told me, they're like, when your vibration is higher, like when you are in a better place, you vibrate at a high, you know, and food also has vibration, you know, fast food has a very low vibration. It brings you down. It's heavy. And I'm noticing since I've been just increasing positivity and all these types of things, I'm attracted towards lighter foods. I mean, that's what I want. I don't want the heavy. And so I don't have to white knuckle it. I'm not fighting myself to not go through a drive through I truly am repulsed by the idea of fast food right now. And it's not always that way. I still enjoy you know, sweets and stuff, but just really being like, okay, I, I'm finding out I don't love meat. I don't love it. I really, really, and midday, especially at noon, I'm almost always home alone at noon on weekdays. I'm like, who says I have to eat meat? My husband is like, you gotta eat meat. You gotta have protein. I need to have protein. Yes, but I don't have to have meat. And so to honor that my body has been over the moon happy because I'm fueling it with all these other things that's not meat. So it's just listening, being aware. That is so massive. And, and this is why, like, it comes full circle of like why diets don't work because it's like, you're recognizing that maybe you don't like, like me, like it doesn't make your body Mm -hmm. feel good or like, you're not really enjoying it. And it's like, how many diets are like, yeah, you got to have you know, the meat at every single meal, like protein or whatever. And it's like, Mm -hmm. it's so interesting when we really just turn off the external world, turn inwards and be like, what do I feel like eating and release the rules, like release what we've been told we should do, or this person says this, it's like, what actually is going to make me feel good? It's like, 
not only do you feel your best, but you're less impulsive. Like you're just listening to your body. So that I'm so happy. That's huge. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I never thought I would get to this point and you're right. And you also said something the other day, you said something about if you were, it was in one of your podcasts, it was about, I think about being in somebody else's body or I saw on TikTok, like if you borrowed your best friend's body for a week, how would you treat it? And it's like, if you borrow somebody else's body, you would have to learn to listen to see what it was asking for instead of just, well, it's eight o'clock, you better eat breakfast and it's noon. So you better eat lunch. And this is what you're going to eat. You would truly listen to it. And it's like, why not treat ourselves that way? And that, that was big too. Yep. I think for a lot of the, a lot of the times it's like, oh, but I'm different. Like, yeah, but I'm impulsive and I can't take care of my body or I've, I've treated my body so poorly. Like it doesn't deserve to be taken care of. And it's like, it actually is like the opposite. It's like the more you take care of yourself, the more your body actually like sends you these signals. Like when we're impulsive, when we're binging, yeah, we can't hear if we're hungry. Yeah, we can't hear if we're full. And then when we start to actually respect our body, it's like, oh, my body is sending me those signals again. Like they're becoming louder. Like I can, I can work with my body instead of being at war with it. So I think that's amazing. Yeah. So good. Thank you. Is there anything else you want to share about your experience or anything that you just want to share? This is like your time. If there's anything else that's on your heart, if you want to just like share with people listening, like any, any words of encouragement or anything that you have to share that you feel might be helpful. Gosh, I don't, there was so much that I feel like I learned from your program. Like, like I said, I'm still implementing it. And I started December and just did the four month, you know, program. Yeah. Um, I think it's really to just not listen to what other people are saying, because this is so different. Um, did I gain weight doing this? Yes. But I knew big picture. I had to heal all these things before I could start going the other way. And I think um, that can be terrifying, but recognizing that it's like, and I know there is a handful of times where I'm like, I need to go back. I need to go back to restricting. I need to go back to, you know, dieting. And I would try it. I would try. And within hours, like the binge, like I would want to binge when I hadn't binged for weeks. Yeah. And so that, you know, it's like, you can, you can tell me till you're blue in the face, but to see how quickly those urges came back when I felt like I had some space from them. Um, it's like, okay, she knows what she's talking about. Cause when I'm, when I'm listening to my body, cause I, my body didn't talk to me. Like I had completely shut that part of my body off. And when it's talking to you, it's just amazing to be, if you listen to that and you don't listen to all these other people saying you need this and you need this and you need to fast or don't fast or have protein or don't have, listen to your body. Cause it's going to tell you exactly what it needs yeah. and nobody else knows that. Totally. Totally. And I always like, you know, I'm always like, you guys, like you can do whatever you want. Like you always have the freedom to go back to dieting. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I always say that because I know as soon as you go back to the diets, it's like, then you firsthand get to experience it. Like you said, it's one thing for me to say, when you go back to dieting, those urges are going to intensify. And then it's another to actually experience it. And like you said, within like, you know, a few hours, it's like those urges are so much stronger. So you're like, it's literally just not worth it. Like I need to do things sustainably in the proper order. And then you get to have it all. Now you're listening to your body. You know, you're not thinking about food as much. And it's like, 
you know, no more intense, like crazy, loud, you know, controlling urges. Like that's, that's what it's all about. But you were the one that stuck it out. Not everybody sticks it out. And you're the one who trusted the process. You trusted me. You trusted the process. You trusted yourself and you just didn't give up on yourself. So I'm also really proud of you. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Well, this has been amazing. It was, like I said, just so nice that you just like slid in my DMs and I'm like, do you want to come on the podcast? Like, this is going to be so much fun. So thank you for just like updating me. And, you know, I'm always here for you with whatever you need. And I'm so glad we were able to do this together. Me too. Thank you. You're so welcome.